0: Thanks for listening to The Kingdom Hero Show, a podcast presented by Great Commission Ministries and produced by Cave Media. This show is hosted by Stace Massengill and is made possible by people like you. If you'd like to help keep us online, please go to KingdomHeroBlog.com support. That's KingdomHeroBlog.com support. Your gift of any amount is appreciated. And now his stays.
1: Hello again, guys, and welcome to another Kingdom Hero show. There's a lot of speculation going around, and well there has been for a while, about where America is headed as a nation. Those who see the eroding of our freedoms tend to believe we're on our way towards a totalitarian government, the likes of which are depicted in books and movies that predict a dystopian future. And while we may arguably appear to be off the rails lately with wars and religious persecution on the increase and personal liberties seeming to vanish as each year passes, it's important to maintain the right perspective. First, let's look at what the Bible says about the end times. I'm going to be focusing on Luke 21 during this episode, so you can uh, open up your Bible, your Bible app there, and follow along with me if you like. First of all, let's look at Luke 21, verses 10 through 19, where Jesus foretells of wars and persecution. It says, Then he said to them, they will put to death. You will be hated by all for my name's sake. But not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your lives. Now, what's he talking about here? Here we, first of all, we clearly see that Luke is encouraging us to keep our focus on the opportunities that present themselves. Uh, during these troubling times. And actually, this is Jesus speaking in this passage. Um, Instead of going into a panic or participating in a frenzy of buying up all the milk and bread and toilet paper from the stores, we should be demonstrating our faith by living without fear and by witnessing to those around us with the joy and confidence that comes from knowing God is in control. See, not everyone will be able to appreciate that kind of faithful living, though. And many people will despise us for our confidence in Christ. Many do already. But as we endure these times in faith, our lives are safely within the hands of God. Let's continue this passage of Luke 21 uh, and read verses 20 through 24. Here Jesus foretells the destruction of Jerusalem. He says, But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, as they appear to be today, um, then know that its desolation has come near. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let those who are inside the city depart, and let not those who are out in the country enter it, for these are days of vengeance, to fulfill all that is written. Alas for women who are pregnant, and for those who are nursing infants in those days, for there will be great distress upon the earth, and wrath against this people." they will fall by the edge of the sword and be led captive among all nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled underfoot by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. Now, we are already seeing a lot of this happening today. Israel is surrounded on every side by militant enemies. There's fighting and bombing going on there. And many of us see it we see this unfolding on TV without really thinking too much about its significance. After all, we have enough insanity going on right here at home, don't we? Here in America, we have been spoiled by the amazing liberty that we enjoy. We take for granted how blessed we are. And when things do appear to be you know, turning towards tyranny, we automatically assume it's the beginning of the end. Maybe so, but maybe not. There is real oppression and authoritarian rule in other parts of the world, so what if it's merely our turn? Or consider that what we're seeing happen in our, our country now is a, a natural progression of the prideful, sinful, corrupt nature of man. In the midst of great blessing here in America, we, we forgot who had blessed us we removed god from so many aspects of our lives over the course of american history and in so doing we gave up his blessing and his protection we've allowed heinous and egregious acts to fill that vacuum that was created by the elimination of god from classrooms and politics we got drag queen story time in our elementary schools In some places, I actually heard about some sexually explicit school projects, and dare I mention the millions and millions of unborn children who've been murdered because self-control and responsibility are just too hard. Does it not then stand to reason that the next logical step is for us to reap what we've sown? Or whichever the case, fear of what the future will bring should not be the reigning thought in our lives as Christians. All the appearances of rising tyranny should not frighten us, but rather embolden us. Our freedom has never been derived from our government anyway. Even the U.S. Constitution recognizes that our freedom here comes from our Creator. That document doesn't really grant us those rights. It it acknowledges our God-given rights and says that the government should never infringe upon them. But even if government fails us, God never will. Let's look further here in Luke 21, verses 25 through 28, speaks of the coming of the Son of Man. He says, And there will be signs in sun and moon and stars and on the earth distress of nations in perplexity because of the roaring of the sea and the waves, people fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, straighten up and raise your heads because your redemption is drawing near. So seeing signs of the end coming is reason for us to be glad. Our liberty as Christians is afforded to us through the blood of Jesus Christ, not through some legislation or government program. And despite all the fear-mongering going on today, despite all the signs pointing to some looming threat of communism, and despite any appearance of a collapse or implosion of our way of life being on the horizon, no, our future is not dystopian at all. We are not without hope. Indeed, as followers of Christ, ours is a glorious future. We have a hope that cannot be taken away. The hope that is found in Jesus alone. Still, we seem so shocked to see things happening in our country that we thought we were protected from. You know, that happens. Elsewhere, not here. Things we thought could never happen in America start to happen, and what do we do? We freak out. Let me tell you something. Fellow believers, listen to me. Jesus warned us about this. Let's look further down in Luke 21. Where, um, let's see. It's verses 34 through 36. He says, But watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation. That's like wasteful time. Uh, Wasting time with like, you know, self indulgence, things like that, and drunkenness, and cares of this life. And that day would then come upon you suddenly like a trap. In other words, you'd be caught off guard. For it will come upon all who dwell on the face of the whole earth. It's going to happen for everybody. But stay awake at all times, praying, (laughs) praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Yes, we've been very blessed here in this country, so much so that truly troubling times seem to catch us by surprise. But these things should not come as such a shock to us if we've been paying attention at all to what God's Word has been telling us all along. Jesus even told us that in this world, we will have trouble, trials, tribulation, but he overcame the world, and through him, we are overcomers as well. Let's not forget that. Even the hard times, the struggles, and all the things that Satan would use to destroy us, God can turn all those things around and use for our benefit for our good. And yes, even for our victory. And we don't have to face any of this stuff alone. Jesus assured us that he will be with us even to the end of the world. And after that, like what happens after the end of the world? Well, what comes next is it's the real icing on the cake. See, this world will come to an end. It will pass away. But we who are in Christ will live on through eternity, with God, in new, glorified, incorruptible, and perfect bodies. you understand what no, no imperfections means for, that, for our future? There will be no more sickness, no more sorrow, no pain. All those aches and pains you may have now, none of that. There will be no doubt about tomorrow, no worries, no threat of tyranny, no fears of any kind. That's what our future holds when God holds our future. That's what we have to look forward to. I want to close with Romans 8 18. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. This is one of my favorite passages. So stop looking so intently at your present struggles. Lift your vision higher. If you get caught up focusing too much on your circumstances and start fearing what is about to happen next, remember the promises of God. Let your faith conquer your fear. And let Jesus be king in your life. Do you know what that means? If he's king, he's in charge. If he's king, he's the ruler. Allow Him alone, Him alone, to rule your thoughts, your attitude, and your outlook. Begin to embrace your future with confidence and welcome the glory that is to come. All right, one more scripture real quick. Romans 12, 12, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be Constant in prayer and don't forget that last one prayer is very important I'm Stace Massingill and I'm just saying
0: thanks again for listening to this podcast the Kingdom Hero Show is presented by Great Commission Ministries and produced by Cave Media you can support this podcast at kingdomheroblog.com slash support again that's kingdomheroblog.com slash support And please share this program with others, until next time, God bless you.